0: Inspired by, a podcast brought to you by SIX. Hello, I'm Hannah Wise, and this is Inspired By. In this podcast series, I invite experts from SIX and other representatives from the Financial Centre to talk about their inspirations. My guest today is Florian Schutz, Federal Cybersecurity Delegate, essentially protecting Switzerland against cyber attacks. It's great to have you here, Florian. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, we all know that cybersecurity is a big issue, even if we haven't been affected directly. The headlines are pretty terrifying out there. But how significant is the threat from cyber attack these days?
1: So I think we need to be realistic uh, about the threat itself and always think that bad news make the headlines easier than good news. So uh, good news first. Overall, I think digitalization uh, helps us uh, to grow our wealth and make our everyday life easier. However, we also need to take this topic seriously. So for example, um, this year we received uh, 30,000 uh, reports on uh, cyber incidents until now. So, so we see it. It's definitely an issue um, that we need to care about,
0: and it's interesting because that of that thirty thousand, presumably there are many more um, actual cyber attacks because quite often people don't know they've been hacked.
1: So one case is where people don't know. The other case is where people simply don't report. We don't have a reporting duty in Switzerland. We are working on one for critical infrastructure. And that's really a challenge because uh, we don't really know which are uh, the level of the attacks. Do we need to care more about the, the phishing or, you know, this low-level uh, fraud attacks, which is currently the ones we get reported the most? Or is it ransomware and we just don't get enough reports about about that. And that sometimes makes it a little bit difficult on deciding where to invest as a a government.
0: Mm. And is it more of a a problem on a company level than it is on a personal level? I mean, I guess we all have to do our bit to fight cybercrime. But from my perspective, I'm not personally terribly worried that I'm going to be hacked. But I guess I'm at risk if a company that I've subscribed to is hacked?
1: So I think it really depends on how you... Define problem, right? Um, of course, as a, as a, as an individual, you transfer a lot of your life into the digital realm, into cyberspace, and uh, of course, you are affected. And you know, if you if you are victimized by by a, by a fraudster, uh, or if you uh, lose a lot of money due to that, or or your reputation goes down because someone impersonates your digital personality, that can become a big problem. When we look at the economy, the real problem is that uh, we need to decide how can we enable our economy to continue to function without having to invest too much money into uh, protection. And and that's really the big topic there. How can our economy stay competitive while at the same time ensure that, especially systemic risk, when when many companies or critical infrastructure are affected, uh, are bearable?
0: So how how do you actually then protect Switzerland against cyber attacks because is it fair to say that the hackers always kind of seem to be one step ahead <laughs>
1: Well, um, that's this rat race, and 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 one of the problem is that we usually look at cybersecurity as an attack and defense game, and and this is an artificial limitation that we should get out of. Because honestly, that's uh, when an attack already happens, you're already losing money, you're already in a disadvantage. What we often forget is, you know, it's all based in IT, and IT is an engineering discipline. So we should rather focus on how do we actually build secure systems, how do we enable companies to build secure products that are still competitive in the market. And then we need to be very, very clear about the responsibilities, right? So the government is not responsible to protect the company. That's really the company's own responsibility.
0: Is there a problem then that companies um, don't take on that kind of self-responsibility?
1: So I would say it's getting better, but there's still uh, big differences. We have some companies that take it very seriously and where and it is an important topic and they care about it. But then also we have companies in Switzerland and frankly across the world, right? It's not a pure uh, Swiss topic that uh, just don't either understand the topic or that doesn't care Uh, i always say those that don't care today and if they're not critical infrastructure i mean really that's just the business risk you accept Um, Mm -hmm. those that care but tell me i don't understand i think those are the ones where where we as a government can help so i see raising awareness but still it's often viewed as a purely um, it topic this 90s view but today with digital business model it's really a board issue
0: Mm-hmm. that's 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 very interesting but I want to get onto your um inspiration because all our guests share their inspiration uh, in just a moment but before I do that I wanted to dig down a little bit more deeper into the situation here in Switzerland and I wonder if Switzerland is more of a target for hackers uh for cyber attacks because of the finance industry that we have here
1: So we don't have any indication that Switzerland is more a target than our neighbor countries or the UK or US or or whatever. However, we need to be realistic that Switzerland is a wealthy country and wealthy countries are more interesting targets as uh, for example, ransomware groups. Uh, Those are the ones that encrypt your systems and then ask for money to decrypt them again. Um, uh, Of course, they can earn more money there. And then of course, Switzerland, especially the banking sector is an interesting target.
0: Okay, so you also helped develop the FSCSC, which stands for the Swiss Financial Sector Cybersecurity Centre. Why did you establish that centre then?
1: So uh, we had uh, two challenges. There was a, there was a report on the future of the financial markets in uh, Switzerland that was produced in 2018, and I think it was released 2019. And it basically highlighted that the financial sector should increase the cyber resilience by uh, also um, thinking about the model, how they collaborate with the authorities and uh, also how they coordinate themselves among themselves. And we identified uh, two issues um, one is that a lot of uh, foreign banks are in Switzerland and they are significant for the financial market in Switzerland, but they did not have access to uh, Melanie, uh, which was uh, the, the body at this time. We now integrated it in the National Cybersecurity Center that helps. Um, the these institutions. Uh, the second problem really is that as a government, we're really good at helping you when it comes to uh, dealing with the cyber incidents. We're really good at providing insights on criminal activity, um, but we don't really understand the financial market. We don't understand the business dependency on the IT infrastructure. And even if we would hire two or three people from there, they would lose that knowledge if they don't work with these systems any day, every day. And so we thought about how can we actually um, establish a this knowledge and get in a better uh, collaboration model that brings these uh, benefits from both sides to the table and that also makes it more accessible for foreign banks.
0: And I guess that's why SIX was involved in laying the groundwork for this because SIX are such an active part of the financial center here in Switzerland.
1: Absolutely. And it's important to stress that it's not Uh, so so the NCSC or or myself we had the project lead but it was not only our work. Um, A there was work done before we took over the project lead uh, but there was also a a side six, FINMA involved um, the ASA was involved uh, the Swiss Bankers Association, the Association of Foreign Banks um, and the National Bank in this project so it was really a collaborative effort it was not one organization's effort and I think that's very Important. So we had all the relevant um, elements at the table.
0: Okay. And and so this is a public private partnership um, to ensure that you kind of go across the board.
1: Absolutely. So the way it is set up is that um, we uh, created together this uh, Swiss Financial Sector Cybersecurity Center, the FSCSC. And the idea is that banks and insurances can become a member there. And when they are a member, they will uh, benefit from different services. So one one is information sharing. The other one is first aid uh, in an incident and also uh, some coordination efforts. But then the, the core element is really that there is also a crisis management cell, which is basically board members that can participate there and that then can discuss about the threat to the financial sector as a whole and time of crisis really um, start to react. And that is changes the model that we don't just have the authorities discussing among them and the private banks, especially the smaller ones or the insurances left out, but it basically bridges uh, that element in the discussion.
0: How's it going? Is it actually working?
1: So I think it's well on track. We need to see that this was only founded this year on the 5th of April and there were 79 founding members. And today we have over 120 members and the financial uh, goals were achieved it's important to understand that this uh, center is uh, paid through the association fees it's not paid by taxpayers so so that's great news Um, of course there's still a lot to do it's still a long way to go Uh, only a couple of months are not enough to to really establish everything but we're on track and we're doing fine i think
0: And potentially this is something that then could be rolled out to other industries or other industries can learn from this or even benefit from this centre in itself.
1: It's absolutely a model that we plan to uh, establish in other critical sectors as well. Um, The financial sector quite often is a little bit ahead of everyone because they very early understood that cyber incidents cost money and money is really their core business. Um, So yes, we uh, have actual uh, interest also from other sectors and we're currently um, evaluating uh, where we could apply that.
0: Well, let's change gears a little bit. Uh, Florian, maybe you can tell us who your inspiration is today
1: yeah so um it's it's not really a person and 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 it's a little bit hard to to pinpoint it right but i i would say um for those that know the book snow crash um there's hero protagonist and um, i'm not sure if it fully matches the word inspiration but it's definitely something that i find rather interesting it's an interesting character but also the whole book or the whole genre of cyberpunk i think um is a bit underestimated when it comes to inspiring uh, what we do today,
0: so tell me a little bit more about hero, and this is hero as an h i r o um yes, who is he? what does he do? what is his impact
1: so um Without it's, it's giving too a while much away since, on the book, of course. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's a while since I read the book, so I won't even be capable to do that. I mean, I, I read that many years ago. Um, but, the, but the the setting is that basically we have this character and this character is a hacker. And the character uh, today, you know, delivers pizza. So does it does a very uh, low uh, or a very basic job, right? Um, and uh, on the other hand, is this super hacker that really helped also crafting the uh, metaverse, which which, you know Facebook today, mm-hmm. so we see the parallel there, and also had a big influence, but then struggled um with how things developed and in which direction it goes and really uh, there's there's this struggle between you know um, society economy uh, norms uh, in a in a more more digitized world and of course there's there's uh, this side story about a virus um that basically not only can infect computers but really can infect humans brains uh, so there's a certain parallel there to uh hinting towards artificial <laughs> yes. intelligence and so on so I, I i just think it it is it is a, it is a dystopia right um but it paints an interesting sketch of of different teams that honestly today we see realizing i mean this was written I'm not entirely sure, in the 90s somewhere, I think.
0: Well, I find it amazing that you as kind of head of the federal cybersecurity delegate has chosen a hacker as your inspiration. Is that not a bit like incongruous?
1: No, I mean, uh, so... A, I think uh, the, the term hacker is used differently, right? So mm-hmm. in, the, in the common mind, it's used as a negative, but honestly, hacker was a positive that comes from hacking on your keyboard and really programming and producing code. And then let's also be realistic. I mean, the internet was not, uh, well, it was created by a government, but it, it very quickly was taken over by the hippies. It was taken over by uh, free thinking souls. And it was only commercialized in the 90s. And uh, I think it showed, also some of the uh, struggles we have today. It was never built for security. It was never built for business. It was never built for uh, e-government applications. Uh, That's not saying that it can't be used for that because it is used for this today. But it means also that we have there a a group of people that actually knows a lot. And if we can tap into that and, and, and many successful companies and also nations do that and can come to a constructive approach, everyone wins, in my opinion.
0: So do you believe um, science fiction can become science fact? Uh, Because you you talked about a lot of the parallels.
1: Yes. Between um, the book uh, and,
0: and where we are currently.
1: I think science fiction is still a story, right? It's not going to play out exactly like that. But I do think it can be taken uh, to to think about some of the elements. And and I really think it's in our hands to define what the future looks like. So we are moving in a more and more digitized future. We see a power shift from governments to large companies. We have large global companies that can negotiate with the state just as another state does. We see, um, we see many social issues coming up with the increased connectedness, fake news news um uh the, the you know all the struggles how do we actually mm. apply regulation in the digital space so i do think um these books while, while still there to entertain us let's be realistic um but they highlight uh some things and also lead to some inspiration and you know why not take it uh as as something especially if you enjoy that kind of literature to to think about the world
0: All right. So what's your top tip then for anyone listening to avoid cyber crime, cyber hack?
1: So the simple thing is really keep your system up to date. A large amount of uh, ransomware attacks or attacks for data exfiltration, they are really just successful because systems have not been patched. And the numbers go, depending on the studies, from 80% to 99%. I, I doubt the 99%, but it's it's definitely up in the high percentage. So, so that's more on a corporate, but also on a private level, because um, private devices might be attacked and then used to attack others. Um, the second one is really, you know, think twice. If 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 you get offered something by email or on a website and it's too nice to be true, um, it's probably too nice. There, no, no one's giving you something for free, really. Um, I just received an email that, you know, if I click here, I can win this and that. And it's just it's not going to happen.
0: But I always find it amazing that the the, the, the hackers think that will work.
1: I mean, the problem is it does work, right? And we need to be uh, completely fair here, right? I I mean, this is my business, right? And still, I could become victim of a well-made frog. Mm. uh, If they're really well-made, they're really hard to spot and I might fall victim. So, and then we also need to see, there are a lot of people that, you know, that don't use computers as we do. Uh, They, you know, maybe do their e-banking, if even, right? We have a lot of elderly people that didn't grow up with these systems. We have a lot of uh, teenagers that are sometimes a bit naive when it comes to business relations and so on. So uh, I don't think we should blame that behavior. I think we need to better understand why do people click and and what kind of demographic is it that is especially vulnerable to that. And then we need to think uh, what to do about it.
0: And I think you certainly make cybersecurity as a topic so very much more accessible for a normal person like me. So Florian, thank you very much indeed for being my guest today.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for the interesting discussion.
0: And thank you very much as well for joining us for this episode of The Six Podcast. And until next time, stay inspired. And you can hear more about inspiring leaders by downloading the six podcast series available wherever you get your podcasts.